Are you ready to experience something extraordinary? Cultural gems in Croatia, ancient temples in Asia, art in Italy. We'll take care of everything. Flights, accommodation, excursions, local guides and all that planning. Travel department, let's see more. Know Your Rights, Know Your Options, a short podcast series with Senior Times. Hello and welcome to 2024. In fact, welcome to Know Your Rights, Know Your Options. This is the first podcast of the year for me and for my producer, Connor O'Hagan. How are you, Connor? Pretty good, Gary. Thanks very much for asking. Now, over the Christmas, a thought struck me. As I approach 60 years of age, thoughts of retirement are looming large. And the question is, how am I going to fund everything? With a pension that wouldn't see me in a drinks bill, where might I be able to raise the finance I might need for me and my family, Connor? Yeah, and you're not the only one asking the question, Gary, to say the least of it. A worryingly high proportion of us are arriving at retirement age with no income over and above what the state provides. And at the same time, a lot of us are literally sitting on or at least living in a very substantial asset, i.e. our homes. The problem is how to square that circle in a way that uh, allows us somewhere to live, something to leave and something to live on. It's a difficult topic, but one that many of us literally can't afford to ignore. Which is why I spoke to CEO of Spry Finance, John Moriarty, and I asked them all about what it is they actually provide. Well, Spry Finance is a later life lender, so we provide financial choice to people aged 60 and over. So it's, it's part of the market, like if you're over the age 60, you can't access credit, and uh, we're the only current provider of it. Uh, and it's addressing an aging demographic in the country. So we basically our, our ethos is to provide financial choice to people at 60 and over. Why is it difficult for uh, people over 60 generally to get? Why do the banks make Why do the banks not do it? Well, I suppose your traditional lending model is I lend you money for a fixed period of time at an interest rate and you pay me back the principal interest over that fixed period. And all the kind of banking rules and regulations, macro prudential rules, solvency rules for banks are, are geared around that for both banks and credit unions. That's the kind of traditional model. Uh, in other countries, uh, that traditional model is extended. So you have products like lifetime loans that enable people access value in their homes, but not pay it off uh, over a fixed period of time. So how does it work in relation to Spry Finance? This is basically borrowing against your... your against your principal residence. So uh, depending on the age you are at when you take out a loan. So if you're... Yeah, and you can start from 60, but take a typical borrower who's 65 years of age, they can borrow 20% of the value of their home, maximum 20%, and many customers borrow less than that, they, they borrow what they need, mm-hmm. and we always promote that, the whole process of consultation with them is all about uh, establishing what your financial needs and objectives are, and looking to see if this can meet that, in some cases it won't meet it, so it's choice, it's consumer choice, uh, we like to think that it's a product that people buy, not a product that's sold to them. So we encourage people to talk to their families. Very much, very important that their kids know about it, uh, about, about the loan. 
and you know uh, at the consultations, kids are, are and their adults, frankly, are, are entitled, and we we like them to come along as well if if the parents so wish. So the maximum value that they can borrow is twenty percent. About twenty percent of the value of the house. So on a typical house, they work four hundred thousand. That's eighty thousand. Now our borrowers won't borrow that full amount. They generally borrow about two thirds of the max, so around sixty thousand would be kind of a typical type loan. Now you don't uh, demand that people pay it back. It that's not the model. They pay it back immediately or every month, as it would happen in a bank. Yeah. You can you put that out to what to what term would you put that? Well, out there's to? no term. The term is it, it, the 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 name is a lifetime loan. Okay. It only becomes repayable if you cease to reside in property. If you pass away. Or if you go to nursing home care full time, uh, or or you sell the house in the intervening part, it's at that stage the loan gets repaid. So in a, a lot of cases, it gets paid out of somebody's estate in the future. So one thing I noticed uh, in the literature about it was you talk about compound interest. Yeah. So how does how does that work? Is it the word compound can just put a bit of fear into people's... It can, yeah, and we we outline this yeah, in all documentation, all the consultation is the current rate of interest on, on the loan is 6.95%. Now, you can, like any loan, if you don't pay interest on the loan, the loan will grow because you haven't paid, the, you haven't paid what, what much expected. So any loan will increase over time. Uh, so a 60,000 loan, like the example we looked at, that, that will double in value in 10 years. So that 60 will go to 120,000 in just over 10 years' time. Uh, you'd expect over a 10 year period that your property m- may will increase as well. Yeah. It will increase as well. So if you took 2% a year on average over those 10 years, your, your property will grow in that case to just shy of 500,000. So you're maintaining some of the equity in your house. Yeah. Now, some of it is being eroded, granted. But as well as that, we provide people with the choice. Well, if they want to make an interest payments on it, they can. So again, there's a calculator on our website. There's a basic calculator that shows you how much you can borrow based on your age and your, your estimate of the value of your house. And we also say, well, if you decide to pay some interest or all interest on that five, seven, ten years, this is, how, this is how much your loan will grow to visibly not paying any interest. So it's fully flexible like that. And we see, uh, we see some of our clients decide well, actually, they want to they want to service the service the loan, uh, or their families want to service the loan to protect the value of the house. So again, it's 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 choice, it's optionality around it. Nobody's forcing the product on anybody in any way. It's all about giving customers over the age of sixty this choice. Now you mentioned as well in this year that quite a lot of people, like quite a high percentage of people, don't have any kind of pension. Yeah, well, I think uh, there are statistics there in terms of, you know, uh, people. Well, about sixty-six percent of people have some sort of some sort of pension cover, and there is state pension, obviously, as well, coming in at sixty-six. But if you look at, at median incomes, you know, average incomes of people in retirement for a couple that's about twenty-nine thousand euros, and it essentially falls off a cliff once you stop stop working. Uh, and for an individual, I think it's about nineteen thousand is the average income in retirement, annual income in retirement. So, um, so that it's, it's difficult to make ends meet on that. So, uh, you know, some of our customers use it really just to enhance their lifestyle in retirement. So, to enhance their pension or to have more money in in, in retirement, uh, uh, you know, so they're more comfortable in retirement. And you know, most kids want that for their parents. You know, uh, most kids would rather their parents had a comfortable retirement 
rather than in, in some sense protecting their inheritance down the road. <laughs> so, you know, I know you, you, you look at that dryly, uh, easiest way of putting it. But, but, you know, I think, you know, and, and that's, you know, most of our clients do talk to their children about this. So the children are uh, supportive of it as well. And typically, what kind of people bar what demographic i mean i know an age-wise we know what we're talking about but like are they is this for more privileged people or is it for anybody it's for anybody really so the minimum loan you can take out is twenty thousand euros the maximum is half a million so that give you an example if you factor that up for, for house prices you know we have our minimum property value uh, in dublin is two hundred fifty thousand, and in uh, outside of dublin is one hundred seventy-five thousand. we lend in every county in ireland and every postcode in Dublin. So it's from, you know, your South County Dublins to, you know, any anywhere in Dublin and anywhere in the country we lend we lend to. So it's not the it's not the preserve of any uh, class of society. Mm. And it, I mean just to ask a, I suppose a hard question really, I mean, do you have instances where people where the thing goes very badly wrong? Has that happened? No, we've been lending since 2006 and we've had a handful of cases have gone to the ombudsman they've all found in our favour so there, there's no massive uh, you know revolts against the product yeah. or you know people are comfortable with the product you know by and large occasionally you get you get uh, complaint usually from a family member who didn't realise their parents had taken out the loan that's typically the kind of complaint you may get when, you know but that's no different to somebody having a standard mortgage into retirement there's 60,000 mortgages in the country for people over the age of 60 already standard mortgages so, uh, you know, uh, a typical complaint does come from the family member subsequently. Sponsored by Expressway. With My Expressway, free travel pass holders can reserve their seats online at expressway.ie or at our ticket machines in stations. Are you interested in trying a new smartphone but still a little unsure? Do you want a phone that offers larger icons with louder sound and an interface that has technology designed for seniors? Well, why not choose from the Doro range by simply visiting doro.ie. Doro, make friends with innovation. It seems that people are getting older um, uh, and carrying more debt with them into yeah. their, if they're older age. Now, if people have an existing mortgage, you don't, you can't lend to them. We can lend, okay? Yeah, um, but they have to uh, they have to pay off the existing mortgage. Okay. So, and in fact, about twenty percent of our business is used to refinance mortgages. So we have, uh, as I said, there are sixty thousand according to the census. There are sixty thousand people over the age of sixty in mortgages, and there are a lot of people in retirement that good mortgages that are say with the credit services from from the, the boom, and they they're carrying those mortgages into retirement. And typically, they're either high variable rate mortgages, or perhaps they're in arrears. The central bank produced their data on arrears uh, mortgages for people in this age demographic, and we're refinancing those. So, so people who may not have had security of tenure now have security of tenure. I'm reminded of a couple we know in Sutton who took out one of these loans, and they were getting you know reminder letters to pay, 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 and they took out the loan and refinanced. They took out a lifetime loan and refinanced it. And uh, the, the woman practically hold our consultant to say, 
like, you know, this is it sort now. I can stay in my home 35 years. I can stay in it now. I'm not going to be kicked out of my home. And that gave that, that particular couple peace of mind. So that, that's, a, that's a really good use of this product is for people who are, who are struggling to make the payments on, on, a, on a traditional mortgage. They can now choose how much they pay and they can have, a, they can have frankly, a grown-up conversation with their kids about their inheritance and saying, well, we have this other debt and we're going to refinance it with this, which gives us security. And what are your criteria? Like, uh, I can imagine if you went to a bank, you went to a bank to borrow, you know, like a pretty modest amount of money, but it was yeah. pretty difficult yeah. <laughs> to get it out of it. Yeah. So what are your... Well, our criteria is, so if, if you come to us tomorrow morning and say, I'm interested in this product, We'll send you out a brochure and our, you know, our, our fact sheet and our brochure, and we'll advise you to talk to, talk to amongst yourselves, talk to your family, any financial advisor you have, talk to them as well, and we'll say we'll call you back, but we're not going to pester you, okay? So let's say you call us back and say, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in knowing about this further, but we'll send a consultant out to meet you in the comfort of your own home, so yourself and your partner. Uh, your family, as I said, are more than welcome to come along. And they'll spend probably about an hour and a half going through it with you and explaining it all to you in detail, going through specific examples as they relate to you, understanding more about what you need the money for, and they'll fill out the fact find. We'll then produce a statement of suitability and say, yes, we think this is suitable for you, for, for what, what you're saying. And only then can you apply for it. So that initial process on average takes about three weeks just to get to the application stage. And at any stage, if you say, no, I'm not comfortable about it, let me think about it further, that's fine by us. Like we have people now, we relaunched the business in 2021, we have people now coming back to us who took, out a brochure, took a brochure in 2021, and they're now coming back to us saying, yeah, actually, I think I'll do that now. So once you put the application in, then you get a valuation done on the property, and it's, it's basically proof of your age, proof of the value of your house, and it's up to you what you want to spend the money on. So, so there's no detailed form thing, there are no rules in terms of what you can use the money for, in particular, and um, you have to have independent legal advice. So you have to go to your solicitor, get advice on the documentation, and sign the documentation. That latter piece can take a little bit more time because of solicitors, frankly. Yeah. Okay, so overall, you would say that this is well, of course, you would because it's your business. But 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 it sounds like a pretty good option. Are there other options out there of this type, or uh, do banks provide any of this kind of? Banks don't provide this product currently. We fully expect, with you know, the growth in the the over sixty population that we've outlined in our in our report. Uh, we see it as growing. There's a growing need for this kind of product. And we fully expect other market participants to come into the market in the future and with variations on this. And we're working on the different product variations ourselves as well. And we are, we are currently the only provider. But in that meeting with the consultant, he go through or with, with you the, the kind of the other alternative. You, you could sell you could, and trade down and move to a, a cheaper house. Um, most Irish people, you know, the family owns the castle, they want to stay there, frankly. But it is a choice. Uh, you could, you could, uh, your family can help you out. So occasionally you get cases where somebody goes through this and then the family says, well, we give you an extra, if they're looking from an income point of view, well, we give you an extra couple hundred quid a month to help you, help you, help you in retirement. So families can sort it out themselves as well. So, so there are kind of other choices like that that people can make with, with their families, but there's no financial product, there's no uh, other kind of financial product out there to, to provide this kind of choice currently around. Okay, interesting. 
um, I've often felt that, you know, generally older people are largely ignored by um, by all sorts of different yeah. uh, areas of society. You know, no country for old men, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, why, why do you think it is that there is that kind of attitude? Yeah, I think... Um, uh, uh, I, I think that the attitude is it doesn't lend itself to that traditional uh, pay it back over a fixed period of time. That's the traditional banking model. The banks do, you know, hundreds of millions of that kind of product, be it mortgages, personal loans, and that's their sole area of focus. Our sole area of focus is this age cohort, and that's all we do. We don't provide standard mortgages, we don't provide credit cards, you know, we don't provide personal loans. This is this is what we do. And this is what we've been doing for like 15 more years. And we, our heritage, we, we, we did land in other countries previously as well. So we have a lot of experience in this. And this is all we do, frankly. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the whole consultation process is, uh, is key to it and doing it in a safe and responsible manner. And we're setting the standard in that regard in terms of that kind of consultation process I spoke about. We're an associate member of the Equity Release Council in the UK because there are many providers of this in the UK. Uh, so we, you know, the standards that they have, we, we would follow those. There's a European group of companies that, 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 that are active in this area. And again, it's, it's learning from best practice in different countries. And that's what we're constantly striving to do, which is to provide this in a safe and responsible and transparent manner. And, and uh, it doesn't lend itself to selling it uh, over the phone or it doesn't lend itself to remote selling, you really have to sit down and explain, make sure the person on the other side of the table fully understands what you're doing. Because you're dealing with, with older people who have an expectation of service, frankly, which is, I can talk to somebody, and I can talk to somebody. And, I can, and, and our consultants are, to some extent, peers. They're, they're older people. They're not young whippersnappers selling a product they don't really understand. And it's to, to that extent, it's peer to peer. So, uh, and that's what we pride ourselves on is our customer service, our dedication to our customers. John, we're all familiar with the longer mortgage terms that people are committing to, uh, and the fact that you know we now have uh, come out of a long period of low interest rates. But on the other hand, retirement ages are now often into the seventies, in people's seventies. So. How are those two trends balancing? So, isn't it natural to take on longer commitments as life expectancies increase? Yeah, I think that's a great question, Gary. I think um, the age at which most people pay off their mortgages is now 59, and it was 56 oh, 15 years ago or so. So, people are older paying off their mortgages. And you're seeing, uh, and we've seen that 60,000 mortgages, uh, people over the age of 60, according to the census. And in the UK, you're seeing 35, 40 year mortgages. So people are getting longer mortgages than when, when we were uh, starting out, I suppose. Even though there are, like, there are 106,000 people over the age of 65 in, in working, according to the census. Uh, now, some of that's by choice, and some of that's by uh, they, they want to uh, continue to work uh, in, into retirement. But I still think most people consider 65 to be the age of retirement, even though it's 66. So I don't think it's natural that people will carry mortgages into retirement. Uh, I think what you'll see is um, the offering that we have becoming more and more the norm over the age of 60, 65, that, that at that stage, 
uh, your mortgage will, in a sense, evolve into a lifetime loan. So you have a, a long dated mortgage that will take you through your employment years, and then if you have a residual mortgage at that stage, you look to refinance that through a lifetime loan. And we're seeing that in, in other countries like the UK, and we're seeing kind of hybrid products, and that's something we're working on as well, that straddle the, the working life and the retirement life, and you're seeing a product that will straddle, straddle that kind of uh, period of your life. Because uh, the question I was going to ask you is, I mean, and it kind of leads into that. I mean, can you give a typical example of a negative outcome that Spry's uh, approach could avert? In other words, you know, I suppose what problems are Spry addressing? Well, we're, as I've said, we're addressing that where people are, have mortgages in retirement that they can't service mm. because the average rate has gone so high, or perhaps there's an arrears issue. We're addressing those. Twenty percent of our, our, our funds that we lend going to addressing those kind of mortgages. So that's a real life uh, situation solving for people. We're also solving for people who want to maybe haven't been able to invest in the home and want to invest in home improvements in retirement to make it more comfortable, uh, house in retirement, more energy efficient house in retirement. And we have a, a, good, a green lifetime loan that uh, that's that's dedicated to that kind of energy efficiency type improvement product. So, you know, and, and families want their parents to live comfortably in retirement, and that involves doing a bit of work in the house. Well, we're seeing that in the numbers, because that's what people are using the money for. In terms of your own business model, mm -hmm. this is like a different question, just, if, if, do you have to wait quite a long time before houses are sold to redeem yeah. your money? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, you should be financial journalist. Well, just do all that money looking yeah. at this. Yeah, um, we have funding from uh, a life insurance business ultimately that fund these assets. So if you think of a life insurance product, uh, you pay into it uh, every year, and then in the future when there's an event like death or a term at the end of a term policy that pays out so that's the opposite risk to a lifetime loan which you know we realize an asset and the life company in the future and the life company realizes the liability to something in the future so it, it, the, the funding of these is is more uh, more at home if you want to call it that in the life insurance space than it is in the traditional banking space so that the funders of these products this is a, this is a, a five billion pound sterling a year market in the UK, for example. But that's a much bigger market, obviously. But with many players, but they tend to come from the life insurance space, the funders of this kind of product, and that's the kind of access to uh, that we've been able to access to funding that we've been able to uh, achieve for the Irish market. So we have dedicated funding for the Irish market from a life insurance policy, life insurance company. On the face of it. You talk about being asset rich and, and income poor in your literature. You could, you could say that it's a problem easily solved by conventional banking and lending routes. So why has it been such a problem historically? And do we need a fundamental change in the law? Well, I don't, the legal framework is already, already there. We're a regulated financial services company. We're regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. You get the full protection of the Consumer Protection Code, Consumer Credit Act. Uh, so, you know, the, the legal framework is there. Um, what, what, it, what it doesn't, what, what banking rules don't allow for, for uh, a product not to get paid back over time or loan to get paid back over time. The, the, you know, the internal capital rules and regulation of banks don't really cater for that. So their, their banking regulations don't, pay, don't cater for it, whereas uh, the legal framework is there 
the legal framework around life companies is there already. So we would fully expect as this market grows that it's two other participants in the market in the future, probably as I've said, from the life the life insurance space. And how is the Spry or how is Spry offering uh, distinct from previous equity release? Yeah. Well, um, we've been in this market in Ireland since 2006, uh, so we have been providing this. And I'd like to think that, that our current offering mirrors what we've always provided for in the past, which is excellent one-to-one customer service. Um, what's called a no-negative equity guarantee. You can never owe more than the value of your house. Mm-hmm. So, you know, property prices plummeted again, perhaps, and, and, and your loan increased over time, such that the loan is worth more than the value of the house. Well, that's our problems as a provider, not to your estate. So we don't have recourse to any other assets of the estate. We can put your family into debt. Some people think we can. That's not the case. Uh, the, 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 the recourse is always the value of the house. Um, what, what we do currently provide is a fixed rate so that you know, so that you know on the 18th of December in 20 years' time uh, what, the, what the loan balance will be. So that so. Clarity around the future loan value of the loan is there. Uh, we also give more optionality about repayments, so it's an added feature, so people can repay more of it, service more of it uh, every year to keep the balance from growing, should they decide to do so. So there's more, more functionality around that. Uh, we are looking at other products for the market, which we'd hope to come, come, come to the market in the next couple of years as well. So it's a constant um, uh, in, you know, improvement of choice, ultimately. For many families, you know, the, the Fair Deal scheme has provided affordable care while, you know, protecting the family home with uh, limited debt. Well, um, what are the implications of equity release for the Fair Deal? Yeah, I suppose the first thing is just to look at the numbers. Um, and only, you know, 5% of older people actually end up in nursing homes or choose to go to nursing homes. So. You know, we're talking about a subset of the older demographic anyhow. Um, and we are actually seeing an increase, albeit from small numbers, of people, of much older people taking out a loan to fund care in the home. So we have 85-year-olds, 88-year-olds, and again with their families, they're choosing to borrow money from us. They can borrow more money at, at, at that age uh, than, than a younger borrower. So somebody at, uh, at age 85 can borrow up to 40% of the value of their home. And we're seeing families use those funds to pay for care in the home because more people actually want to uh, uh, want care in the home rather than going into nursing homes. So there's an example. Again, it's only a small part of what we do currently, but it is growing. And there's, there's a real life use of, of the lifetime loan where a family decides, well, actually, mum or dad would rather they stay in the home in, in later life. Uh, so, but just in, in question in relation to fair deal, um, we obviously go through that in detail with people at, at, at a client consultation, go through all the nuts and bolts of it. But um, you can take out the fair deal when you have a lifetime loan or any other loan. Uh, if you take the optional nursing home loan element of it, uh, the HSE wants to put a charge in your property and we consent to that charge in all cases. So we've had, you know, certainly uh, in the hundreds of cases where people have, have applied for that second charge and be granted uh, without, without question. So we know of no cases where somebody's refused fair deal because they have a lifetime loan. But again, a consultant in consultation with you will go through the notes and bolts and that. But it, it, uh, it, it is possible to take a fair deal with a lifetime loan. 
Your literature states uh, that the uh, new report suggests change in attitude towards wealth and inheritance. Uh, I was kind of taken with, with that statement. What, what does that kind of mean? What is that change in attitude, do you think? Yeah, well, I think, you know, we've spoken about aging populations mm. and the fact that the 800,000 people that are in the 60 plus category in the last census over the next 25 years or so will double, so it'll be 1.6 million. We're the fastest aging population in Europe. Well, we're, we're aging quicker than the rest of Europe. Now, they are older to, than us to begin with, so it could be a statistical thing, but the fact of the matter is we are aging and aging, aging quickly. So, um, uh, you know, and life expectancy uh, today is 84 years per female and 81 per male. You know, and that's with the highest life expectancy in Europe. So we are, you know, we're living longer and uh, our ladies are living longer than everybody else in Europe. And that, that is because, you know, healthcare for all um, we talk about is, you know, people are surviving currently issues that they wouldn't have survived in the past, amongst other things. So, uh, so that, that's a good thing, frankly, you know, um, as a 60 year old, I think it's good that we're living longer, frankly. <laughs> uh, I don't know how you feel about that, Gary, yourself. I am 58, so I'm a mere okay. child. Okay. Um, yes, well, I, I know the number of people who have had incredibly life threatening. Uh, heart issues yeah. and had stents put in and were back in operation within like a few days as far yeah. as I can see. So yeah. uh, certainly it's uh, you know, a very good uh, reason why people would be living a lot longer. And then, then but we've spoken also about, you know, they, they have, um, they don't have the highest wealth, they have the, the wealthiest cohort. 55 to 64 year olds have the highest wealth uh, in the country but m most of the over 65's wealth is tied up in the family home their income wealth their other assets and income wealth is low relatively speaking so uh, so it, the ccpc the consumer uh, credit people that report in 2022 and 15 percent of the people are in that that uh, report are saying that they, they look at equity release and retirement as a way of funding their retirement. So there's a general, there's a, you know, uh, Tokyo prompted by us, but there's a, a increasing awareness that your home is part of your your pension planning or your retirement planning, that the value that you have in your home is part, has to be part of the discussion in relation to how you're going to live to these great ages that we all hope to do so. Yes, I, I can't help feeling that, that what you're offering, although maybe, maybe like hugely valuable, to its intended clientele, I can imagine you face some angry family members who are going, <laughs> I'm not going to get as much money out of my family. Yeah, but, you know, um, not that that's your problem, but. Well, it, 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 it's something we want to address. And as I've said, in all our literature, you'll see, and in all, when you, if you meet a consultant, have you spoken to your family? Are they supportive of you doing this? And mm -hmm. um, we're not looking for names, addresses, phone numbers, but we want to know. Have you got you know four kids? Are they all supportive of it? Uh, and all we want to do is just record that you know for, for the future. For you know if there is a challenge down the road, down down the road, where we say, well, you know your parents told us they spoke to you about this. If they didn't, well, there's not we can't really police that. But but ultimately, uh, most people want their parents uh, to live comfortably retirement, and uh, yeah, and this issue about. You know, making sacrifices in your, your, you know, in your own lifetime to protect, to protect Johnny and Mary's inheritance. 
I think people are moving beyond that, frankly, personally. I think people are moving beyond that, both the children and the parents. Uh, and of course, you get outliers in that, but I think, call me not romantic, but I do think uh, families do want the best for their parents to retirement, you know. Uh, after all, they've spent their lives putting us in the place we're in uh, in this day and age. So I think we need, we need a, an honest uh, discussion uh, around that whole area, uh, around inheritance. John, can we talk a little bit about uh, early inheritance and what that means? Yeah, um, an early inheritance is it's a, it's a living inheritance, so you're giving it while you're still alive. So you're helping your family out uh, while you're still alive and while, obviously while they're still alive. Um, the central bank has said that 42% of first-time buyers' deposits uh, are being funded by bank of mum and dad, it's kind of colloquially known as. Um, and the, the, the lifetime loan product allows uh, families uh, do that. So it allows parents to release equity from their home to give to their kids, uh, you know, when they probably need it more. The, like the, uh, our research shows that um, the average age of inheritance is, is 48 and, uh, you know, 48 to 50. So it's, it's a bit late in life to be getting an inheritance. You should have, you know, hopefully everything sorted out by then. So I think living inheritance is giving to, to kids when they need it most, which is when they're forming a family, maybe in their 30s, early 30s. And again, this is a, a way of, of enabling uh, families to do that. And it could be for anything. It could be for educational... It could be educational purposes, yeah. There's um, no restrictions on what it's for. No, not at all. Uh, and I think all we will do is, if you are giving an inheritance, that, that all the family members are aware of it, we ask you to make sure that everybody's aware of it so you don't have this... Uh, you know, a strain between, between families if one, one, one member is getting it. We see some, uh, some families, and these could be families where they're, uh, they have enough income in retirement, they have a good pension, so they're not, they're not borrowing the money for their own purposes, but they're sitting on a, on a valuable property in Dublin or elsewhere, and they're saying, well, let's, let's release all that now to help the kids now rather than waiting, waiting down the line. And as you say, that helps, uh, you know, with kids with, for education, it helps uh, uh, people either move, form a house or form the first household or move house as, as families expand uh, to cater for it. And, you know, that, that's a, a good financial planning tool. And, and, and the donor as well, of, of the person giving the inheritance, you know, you, you get the kickback of seeing people enjoying the value that you've created in your own home. Uh, you see your family benefit from that in the future while you're still alive. A lot of people find that that uh, you know, an, you know, an attractive thing to do. And John, what is the tax implication of that? Yeah, well, like any gift or inheritance, it comes within the uh, tax-free thresholds, which are currently three hundred and thirty-five thousand between a, a parent and a child, and that's a lifetime limit. So, if you get if you received a fifty thousand gift. That comes off the ultimate uh, tax rate threshold of three three five, which you have. But it is a it is a lifetime uh, limit, so it, it forms part of that threshold. Well, John, thank you very much for talking to us. Thank you, Gary. Appreciate it. Gary, that's a subject I'm sure we'll return to in Know Your Rights, Know Your Options. It's fundamental to a whole range of issues facing our generation. In the meantime, thanks to you, our listeners, and to our sponsors, Doro Phones, Expressway and Travel Department. Take it easy and do please listen out for more podcasts on the Senior Times platform.
An will phone poke new awet, an will knappi no fum nis orjoet. Nis eskele husaj, faker na phone in takata gwin, an cho, egg daro. An vone kliste is deni, gidi gohon la hai glina, agus taskina. Ta rode egen, gogoktina. Ta nismo olis, egg, daro, dakam.
An will phone poke new wet, an will knappi no fum nis orja wet. Nis eskele husaj, faker na phone in takatal gwin, an cho, egg daro. An von klishte is deni, gidi gohan la hai glina, agus taskina. Ta rod egen, gogachtina. Ta nismo olis, egg, daro, dot com.